Is your membership community a ghost town? Are you constantly banging your head off the wall trying to figure out ways in which to get your members to actually converse with each other? If that describes you and your membership community, you're going to want to stay tuned for today's episode. We're talking about five ways to encourage discussion in your membership community. You're listening to the Membership Guys podcast, bringing you proven practical tips and advice from the leading experts on growing a successful membership business each and every week. And now, here's your host, Mike Morrison. All right, welcome to episode 273 of the Membership Guys podcast. I am your host, Mike Morrison, one half of the Membership Guys, and you are listening to the number one show for proven practical tips and advice on growing a successful membership business. You know, we've said it so many times, it's a saying that goes back years and years, but people will come for the content and stay for the community. And we observe this all of the time within the online membership space. However, getting an active, thriving community inside your membership is a lot easier said than done. It's not a case of simply setting up a Facebook group and then just assuming everyone will excitedly pile in there and all the conversations will be flowing and those connections will be happening automatically. You need to put in a bit of work, a bit of effort to actually drive discussion and connection within your membership community. And particularly in the early days, that can feel a little bit like pushing a boulder up a hill. It can take a bit of time to get that momentum going in your community. So today I want to share five ways in which you can encourage discussion in your membership community. Before I do that, I just want to say if this is your first time listening to the show, first of all, welcome. I so appreciate you checking us out. If you like what you hear, then make sure after this episode you hit that five stars for this podcast in your podcast app. And if you feel so inclined, leave us a nice little review telling me what you enjoyed about the show. I read every review. I love to hear your feedback. If you are a long-time listener, you know I love you. You know I appreciate you. Thanks for staying with the Membership Guys podcast for over five years now, which is crazy. Anyway, on with the show. Five ways to encourage discussion in your membership community. Now, first up, you kind of need to accept that in those early days, a lot is going to fall on your shoulders in terms of you needing to be the one that drives conversation. As we said before, it's not a case of just creating a forum or a Slack channel or a Facebook group, giving people the link and then expecting this engagement, these conversations to just happen. That isn't how it typically works in those initial days or if you are dealing with a situation where, where your community has been up for a while but it's a bit of a ghost town, the onus is on you to drive those initial conversations that will help you get momentum. So that first way of encouraging discussion is to start the discussion yourself. Now, the idea is once you do that, once you get people taking part and chatting, then the momentum will build and a day will come where it doesn't all rest on your shoulders but initially, if you want to get that momentum going, you're going to need to start the conversations yourself because it's a lot easier for people. There's a lot less friction to reply to a conversation than it is to actually start one. 
So if you're creating these topics, you're starting those discussions, you're going to find that people who maybe have been on the periphery, who are less likely to start conversations themselves, are going to be a little more likely to join in to that discussion, to add their two pence worth. And then once they're doing that, once they get in the habit of doing that, then they're going to have that comfort level where they'll be more likely to start conversations of their own, to post their own threads, to start conversations, to ask questions, to drive those discussions. So one thing that we do, and you know, we're five years into our membership and our online forum for the Membership Academy is very active. There's a lot of great conversation going on there. However, we still do make a point of starting off key discussions or in-depth discussions on a regular basis. In fact, we do something called a discussion of the week where we choose a hot button topic or maybe something that we feel is important or timely that our members might not have top of mind. We start those conversations. We actually have a list. We've got a spreadsheet of discussion ideas and every single week we kick off the discussion of the week we highlight it in the weekly email that we send out to our members where we always give them a little bit of a summary of what's going on in the community we actually highlight it on the forum homepage as well and those discussions get so much engagement so much activity so much conversation flowing and out of those conversations ideas are springing and perspectives are changing and people are learning stuff and people are having their opinions or their assumptions challenged or changed and they're great the discussion really really thrives and it's all started by us simply taking that step of making it a regular part of our role as community heads to go in there and kickstart these conversations. And we'll often find that some people, the first contributions they make to our community are within these discussions, the discussion of the week. And then once they've kind of got over that hurdle, they've made their voice heard for the first time within a community, then they're more comfortable to go on and contribute to other conversations and ultimately to start discussions themselves. So first way, it might sound simple, it might sound like a no-brainer to encourage discussion in your membership community is to start the discussions. If you want people to show up, to engage, to chat, then you need to lead by example. So if you want people to start discussions, to start conversations, lead by example. Start discussions and conversations yourself. And that's something, whether your membership's been up and running for a week or whether it's been up and running for a decade, that's something that you should always have as part of your role as a community leader. The second way to encourage discussions in your membership community is to encourage what we call low-hanging fruit conversations. So, you know, if you've got a membership that is um, all about managing your money, so it's all about kind of financial discipline and money mindset, that's a serious topic. It's people's lives. And so conversations around that sort of subject area might be a little more difficult, a little more daunting for the average community member to kick off themselves or even to contribute to, especially if you're new to a community or maybe you're not a heavily active part of the community. If the discussions taking part are all real serious conversations, you might feel a little nervous. You might feel a little timid about putting your head above the parapet and make their thoughts known, make their opinions 
heard. So this is where having low-hanging fruit discussions really, really helps people to build that confidence, to build that comfort level inside your community. So these types of things we're talking about are things like, how was your weekend? What are your thoughts on the latest series of Game of Thrones? Which, by the way, if anyone's watched the final series, let's not have that conversation because it sucked. Um, <laughs> uh, what's the view out of your window right now? What's on your desk right now? Like, that kind of off-topic, casual, light, unoffensive, undaunting, low-level, low-hanging fruit discussion might seem like it doesn't have value within a membership where everyone's talking about really serious things. But trust me, the ability of those type of conversations to give people an easy inroad, an easy way to start becoming an active part of your community, to start participating, to make their voice heard rather than just sitting back and being a lurker, watching what everyone else is doing. The value of those kind of conversations is immense because it's so much easier to weigh in with your opinion on Marvel versus DC or, you know, are we living in the matrix than it is to chime in with your thoughts on a more serious conversation. And some people in your community will have no hesitation. They'll have no issues with the confidence to just jump right in there. But a lot of people, they need warming up, particularly if they're a little more introverted, particularly if they're less comfortable with online discussions, online communities, or maybe they're earlier in their journey than some others in your community, perhaps they're going to think their opinion doesn't hold any value or they just, they're just they scared to give their thoughts on something just in case they get shouted down. That's something that's really relevant today within just online communities and social media in general. People are shouted down all of the time and some people have the thick enough skin or the experience with interacting with others and strangers online to not let that put them off. Some people don't have that. Some people will actually be really nervous and really hesitant about taking part and jumping into a discussion. So giving them low-hanging fruit conversations, having an off-topic section of your community if you're using a forum. And, you know, they don't even need to be off-topic, just creating discussions that are real simple to give like a one-word answer to. So for us, you know, within our Facebook group, an example of that kind of question that is still on topic but is still low-hanging fruit would be, what membership plugin are you using? There's no divisiveness, there's no real thought, there's no hesitation or scary aspect to that question. You're going to get a load of responses, and yes, it's noise, yes, it's not a high-value discussion, but actually, once someone's warmed up a little bit with a few of those types of conversations, they're going to be more likely to dive in to the more substantial stuff. So, that's tip number two, to encourage discussion and engagement in your membership community. Employ the low-hanging fruit conversations that make it easier for people to to take part, to get started as an active member of your site. Tip three, don't rush to answer every question yourself. So most online memberships are started by experts, people who have knowledge, skills, experience and expertise that they then leverage into both training material as well as advice and support given in a community. And a lot of time, if someone is joining your membership, 
one of the main driving factors for them joining will be the fact that they'll be able to ask you questions or get access to you within your community. That's a really, really valuable thing. However, what it can lead to is the founder or the head of that community feeling like they need to answer everything. Or if you see a question, you respond right away. The problem with that is it shuts out other voices in your community who may well have valuable contributions to make. Because having members who have joined because of you, because they respect your expertise, because they trust you, because they've consumed your free content, and they know that you're someone who really kind of gels with how they want to do things. If they see your answer to their question, for them, the question is answered. That is almost the bottom line on the discussion. And so they're going to be less likely to come back and pay real attention to anyone who might come in after you, given your definitive verdict. And even if, you know, your answer isn't designed to be a definitive verdict, people, some people will see it as that. So anyone who responds afterwards is more likely to get ignored, right? Because you've already come in, you've already had your say, and it's almost like, conversation closed right it also because of that will put other people off chiming in because they'll go in they'll see a question they'll think okay I've actually got a really good experience that I can share on this so I've got real good insight onto this uh, this conversation this discussion point but we'll see that you've replied and maybe the original poster replies in oh my god I can't believe you replied thank you so much this is amazing that other person's not going to post they're going to think well what's the point What's the point? Because the discussion is already closed, the question has already been answered, and my voice essentially isn't needed, right? Job's done. Rightly or wrongly, that is the way a lot of people will feel when you are getting in there first and answering every question someone posts in your community. So it can be worth strategically stalling, making the decision, even if you see a question... If no one else has replied and the question is fairly recent, leave it. Leave it for a few hours. Leave it till later in the day. If you're someone who has allocated times at the start of the day and and in the afternoon where you go into your community, leave it for next time. Just to give it some breathing room. To give other members the opportunity to come in there and to respond. It's crazy. I hear from seasoned membership site owners where they're saying... My members just won't talk to each other. It's always me. I'm having to answer everything. And so you actually say to them, okay, so if I go into your forum today and I post a question, uh, when will I get an answer? When will you answer? Yeah, I always try and answer within the hour. That's the problem. Your members aren't talking to each other because they don't feel like they need to. The opportunities are kind of being closed down by you. So giving conversations, giving questions, a little bit of breathing space, even if the person asking the question has tagged you. Sometimes, this is kind of a little behind the scenes things, sometimes in our community, if we see a question, we decide, okay, we're going to leave this because we know that there's people here who will have great contributions to make. So we'll give it a few hours. We'll give it some breathing room. If the person posting the question has tagged myself or Callie, which often happens, they'll kind of write the question. They'll say, Mike, Callie, any thoughts? There's been occasions where I've gone in and I've removed those tags. Because again, those tags 
almost say to other people, I'm only really interested in hearing from the top dogs in this community, right? Um, so if you can just give people that space, give them that opportunity for others in your community to weigh in. You don't want to go crazy. You're not going to leave discussions unanswered for weeks. And, you know, you will have occasions where you'll think, okay, I'm going to leave this for four or five hours and then I'll come back to it to give others a chance to answer. You'll come back, other people won't have answered. And again, you'll be the first person in there. But you just don't want to shut down all opportunities for others in your community to come forward and chime in. Because guess what? Chances are there'll be people in your community who are smarter or more experienced than you when it comes to certain aspects of the topic. There'll be people in the community who have experiences that are far more relevant. And that's okay. You can't let your ego drive this myth, this this misconception that you're the only person in your community capable of answering questions because that is destructive to your community engagement so step back a little bit give stuff a little bit of breathing room it might feel a bit strange if you're someone who always wants to over deliver and always wants to answer everything as quickly as possible to provide the best service but actually you'll possibly be doing even greater service to your members by giving things a little bit of breathing room to let those conversations flow rather than it just being members ask a question you provide the answer because that's not what your community should be about. So that's tip number three. Tip number four is to tag other members. So this, again, is kind of in the same vein, the same line of thinking as the previous tip. Again, don't assume you're the only person who can respond to questions, whose opinion matters. A great way to get other members to take part in discussions is to actually pull them into the conversation yourself. So if someone asks a question, even if you've got the answer to it, you might know three or four other people in your community who actually would be better positioned to answer that particular question. Or maybe they've got a really interesting experience that you know it will benefit the conversation starter to hear about. So rather than going in there and just giving your opinion and maybe even saying, uh, you know, I know one of our members, John, went through this situation. This is what he did. This is what happened. These were the results. Don't do that. Instead, you can go in there and say, actually, you know what? I'm going to tag John in this because he was dealing with his exact situation and I know that the way he dealt with it will really help you out. So paging John and then you tag John. So it might just be tagging one person who you know or it could be going in there and tagging a whole bunch of different people who maybe are in a certain industry or a certain age group or a certain demographic that matches what the person starting the conversation is actually asking about. So again for us inside Membership Academy you know if someone will come in and say has anyone here had any success using webinars for memberships? We can go in and say actually I know bam, 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 tag a whole bunch of people. They've all posted before about the great results they're getting, so they'll no doubt be along to share their experiences. And then you exit. So with this, you embrace the role, not just as the expert who answers everything, but as the community leader, the person who creates connections between your members who facilitates the best path of learning because sometimes the best path of learning doesn't actually run through you it just needs you to introduce members to each other and to pull other people in your community who have value to add 
into the conversations. A great tip for making this easier to do is to actually keep a spreadsheet, keep a little list. We use Airtable for this. So if we know there's people in our community who have had certain experiences or who have a particular business model or they have an interesting niche or niche or, you know, something which is notable, something where we know it's going to be likely that we might want to give them as an example or that they have particular knowledge that we might call upon if we tag them in conversations. We'll use Airtable for this and we just add these people into a spreadsheet and then we'll add certain tags. So those tags might be unique niche. It might be something like side gig, you know, for for people who are running a membership on the side of a regular nine to five. So if someone then comes into our community and says, you know, it seems like everyone running a membership site is doing it full time, but are there any people here who do it on the side? We can go into this database, we can look it up, we can click that tag, we can see some members. Now, the reality is when you get at this habit of pulling other people into the conversation of tagging them, you know you end up knowing this stuff up the top of your head. But if this isn't something you're already doing, having that list, having that little database and making a concerted effort to look to other corners of your community for members who you can pull into conversations, that is a great way to encourage further discussion in your membership because it makes those people you're looping into the discussion feel more valued, feel more recognized, feel seen, feel like their contributions are important. And also it just gives them a little nudge to come in to your Facebook group or your forum to answer this question. And then while they are there, then they might spend a little bit of time browsing around, answering some other stuff, or perhaps asking a question that they'd be meaning to log in and, and post in the community, but they just kept forgetting. But since I'm here, I'll start a conversation, right? So any opportunity you have to tag other members, to bring them into the discussions, you should be embracing that as a great way of driving engagement in your membership community. If you're not doing that, make a start. And then the final way is to ensure that you are including your community as a key part of your new member onboarding. The best way to encourage people to be active in your community is to get them in there early, to make your community an integral part of the member experience. When someone first joins your membership, they're going to be real excited, real raring to go. So that is the perfect time to get them into your community and to start building the habit of posting, of contributing, and really reinforcing the message that the community is a key, key part of what they're paying for. It's a key part of what's going to help them achieve what they join your membership site to achieve. So again, make it as simple as possible. The easiest thing to do is have part of your member onboarding include a step that gets people to come and introduce themselves to your community. So again, if you're using a forum, you might have a specific dedicated section for new member introductions. And then during your member onboarding, so it might be your new member tour, or maybe it's a checklist you give people when they first join, or perhaps it's just a series of three or four emails, Make sure you are linking people to that section of the community. You're giving them some pointers on how to introduce themselves and you're highlighting why they really want to make sure that they're in the community taking part. Again, just getting them to take that first step that can lead to momentum building, that can make it more likely that people coming into your community they're getting to know each other they're feeling like it's a place they want to be and a place that they want to contribute to 
So if your membership community has been feeling a little bit like a ghost town, or if you're very early on in your member journey and you're worried that you're going to have trouble getting people to connect, to engage, to discuss stuff inside your membership community, then these five tips will help you to address that. Make sure that in those early days or in those quiet periods, you are showing up, you are participating, you are member number one and you're starting discussions yourself. Don't be afraid. In fact, embrace the low-hanging fruit conversations, the everyday easy stuff that gives people a simple way of getting started with your community so they can ease in and then hopefully make them more comfortable to dive in to the more substantial conversations and become a fully active part of your discussions in your community. Don't rush to answer every question. You might feel like as the expert, as the founder, as the person people have joined to access, that you need to answer everything and you need to answer it quickly. However, that can actually do more damage than it does good. Give questions a little bit of breathing space give people room to dive in and take part in the conversation before you effectively shut it down by providing what a lot of people will see as the final word on a topic find ways to pull other people into conversations tag other members if you're in a facebook group tagging people is easy Modern forum software like IP Board, again, tagging other members, it's really, really easy. Consider keeping a little list of any members who have anything about their experience, their industry that is particularly notable, anything that they're having great success with. So you have that quick reference way of finding examples that you can then use to, again, pull them into the discussion when someone comes and posts a question. And then finally, make sure that you are using your new member onboarding to get people into your community early. One of the easiest ways of doing this is getting them to introduce themselves. Once they've taken that first step, then it's more likely they'll get into the habit, they'll build momentum, and they'll become an active part of your community. All right, that is it from me for this week. Hopefully you found this useful. As always, I'd love to hear what you think. So if you are so inclined, if you've enjoyed the episode, make sure you hit five stars in your podcast app and you leave a very nice very kind review of the show. Not only does that help me to know that I'm doing right by you guys and I'm steering you in the right direction, but it also helps us to reach more people, to help more people to really achieve success with their memberships, which is what we are all about. If you've got a few seconds to leave that review, I would so, so truly appreciate it. And I really do mean it. I personally read each and every review that you guys leave and it's always an absolute highlight when a new review comes in. So I would be so appreciative if you can take time to do that all right begging over that is it from me thanks as always for listening to the show i'll be back again next week with another installment of the membership guys podcast